And welcome back. I'm Mike with another edition of the Turntable Teachers. Class is officially back in session. And so we are here with another edition of the podcast. Today we are having a very special guest, my good friend Tyler. What's How going you guys doing? How you doing? Good to have you, buddy. Happy to be here, man. So we are going to be reviewing and talking uh, Brockhampton today. So people that know me and have heard this podcast before know that I am a huge Brockhampton fan. And I've talked about Brockhampton, Kevin Abstract, numerous times on the show. Cody and I did a review of Kevin Abstract's last album uh, on one of our uh, last episodes, our April albums recap. Uh, I had Iridescence as my number one album from last year. 1998 Truman was actually in my top 25 songs. I think it was like my number two song last year that I had on the list. So huge Brockhampton guy. I'm more I'm, of a wildfire guy myself. <laughs> oh, you like wildfire? Yeah, dude. Oh, really? Out of those three? Um, out of those three, Diane is probably the worst one, I agree in my that. opinion. I agree with that. But it, it, it's between one of the two. I know, I know. Truman hits, though. It really does. It hits. Yeah, it's a good one. Wildfire has that more smooth, really like southern, yeah. groovy vibe to it. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. So I like it. It almost reminds me. It's almost outcast esque. It felt like you know. You're right. CeeLo Green. Oh yeah, Jazzy yeah, yeah. Faye, Like that's what vibes. The, that's what that chorus really felt like to me. Santana. Uh, a little bit. A little bit yeah, of Santana. Yeah, in there. yeah, absolutely, dude. It was it was smooth. Anyway, uh, yeah. See, we're already already getting off. Vibing. <laughs> so with Brockhampton, uh, there's six members. Amir. So Amir Van used to be. Yeah, in, in the uh, in the group, and so we're actually at the end of this episode too. Uh, Amir Van just dropped his EP not long ago, and there's a track on Ginger, uh, the new Brockhampton album, which Tyler and I are going to get into and kind of chop it up about, where they kind of talk about and reference some of these uh, issues that they had with Amir and kind of the fallout and how that all happened. And basically, Emmanuel just dropped. I think right that they were recording this. I think it was last weekend, correct, or two weekends ago. That Emmanuel drop? Yeah, it was literally last week. Last week, yeah. I got word of it a little late, but. Two days or something. You, but you, you listened to it though. Right? I listened to you it. Put a spin on it. Yeah, it was it was um it was needed. I think we deserve to hear his his side his side of everything that was going on. You know what I mean? And it hit. I think it. I think he was he was almost there with it. Yeah, we'll see. He, yeah, we'll, yeah, he missed a little bit with it, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, when we get to that that section of this of the show. Uh, so anyway, but so Amir was in uh the group, and then is now out so now the leftover is lead man kevin abstract more of a singer and a rapper does more of like the choruses you can kind of hear his voice is always the one that's a little bit more distorted got, than he's, most he's got the vision though too uh him and hk always put together the uh the vision of the album and all the uh music videos crazy enough they're all directed by kevin from the saturation trilogy anyway but right yeah yeah kevin is just such a talent man dude he he's really crazy is. he really he says is. it he's the he he does the most for the culture by just existing yeah he is no true i know and, f- and for every uh, numerous types of cultures oh my right God, yeah. gay culture like the lgbtq, LGBTQ community man. and then just the rap culture in general he's yeah. just i think he, in 2019 kevin a guy like kevin abstract is so necessary he's so needed, so needed. i'm so happy that he's blown up to this point personally yeah i mean i know you are too because oh my god fans. i think um if i think he says it i think tyler the creator is one of his inspirations right oh yeah yeah and, yeah um i don't think if it wasn't for i have to give frank ocean some credit too frank yeah mm-hmm. if it wasn't for frank i don't know if kevin would have taken that leap 
but I'm so glad that he did. Yeah, dude, that's actually a good point that you bring up Frank Ocean. I think a lot of people forget the impact a guy like Frank Ocean had. I think because Frank Ocean is so mis- like he's a lot like Tyler and Travis Scott. They're kind of like they're a little more mysterious, like tough to read. Like, right. Um, I would actually even I think Frank Ocean and The Weekend are the most like they seem like they they don't want to be in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. They kind of just hide in the where in the limelight in the back. They come out with something, they have to say it, and then the, and then they kind of go right back in, and they don't like you. You never hear anything like True. other than music yeah. come out of the two of them. Like no, yeah. nothing else. They don't do a lot of interviews. Like they just seem very like low key guys. I think they're just in it for the music. Yeah, they don't want the extra fame. They don't want all that attention. Reminds me of Bareface, actually. Well, that brings us to our next. Yeah. The, the next. So Bareface is another guy. Like so, he Bareface was more. He wasn't really in in the first saturation. Even he kind of only more popped off on the second one. Because yes. remember he had the outro to saturation one, but he wasn't really involved with it. Yeah, waste. They've yeah waste exactly. Waste. But they've given him like a a bigger role as each album comes on. And like with Ginger, I think this is his biggest role to date. I mean, I, I think I know, it I started. It, yeah. it started off with the Diana, the Truman, and the um, the other one there. Yeah, that's when they feel like they really gave yeah. him a lot more. Uh, like a, a role, real role. Yeah, he's he. They did a, like a bunch of interviews within like the past month, and I forgot what show he was on. But they were asking everybody the questions like, "Oh, what does this mean for you?" And he responded, and he was like, "For me personally, this is the album where I found myself. I was most confident." No yeah. No kidding. Yeah, man. That's dope. That's awesome. And I, yeah. I think his contribution to Ginger was fantastic. Oh my god. Uh, Merlin, he's more like the hype guy. Merlin Wood. Uh, I would say, but he's a great rapper. He's got he's that. Awesome. He's got that really crazy flow all the time, and his he's, got the, he's got the energy. The energy the he energy. does bring the energy. Which, with losing Amir, I think they did on Iridescence. They lost some of that energy as well. But I think to have a guy still like Merlin around is, is, is very necessary. Well, because with Iridescence, it's like if you remember, they were the original album that they were going to release was called Puppy. Well, that was supposed to be the one with Amir. Amir, yeah. So and it was so like it's, a rush. It's, thing, actually, you know? it's actually a whole album. Yeah. And they scrapped it. So it's somewhere out there. I know. And they're just not releasing it. Yeah. Um, remember the, the line on Ginger that Dom said? He was like, I got my feelings out on songs that you'll never hear. Yeah. It's because it's all on Puppy. Puppy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One of <laughs> these crazy. days, I'm going to have to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get in there and, and figure and, you know, have them drop it. Hopefully. Literally. Maybe someday it'll be like a Lost Tapes like, yeah. nah, situation. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they'll ever put out though. I think it's different though because because Amir's on some of those songs. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever they, put it out. They it's, they don't want to be associated with them, and rightfully so. And I, I have yeah. some things I want to say about about that when we get to that. Oh point, yeah, of but. course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, course. Matt Champion. Oh my he's god, another guy. Sorry, he's another just another rapper uh, from the group. Uh, he's one of my one of my sleepers. He's one of my favorites in the group. Yeah, I'd yeah. Say. I really really enjoy Matt's contributions to. All he's the so projects. consistent, man. He's very consistent. His bars are very I don't very think consistent. he ever misses. Nah, he doesn't. And uh, then we got Don McLennan, who uh, is actually the oldest of the group. He seems like the more mature one. and like True. Or the most mature, I should say. Not more mature. They, they're a very mature group of, of young men. And, and just a boy band, I should say. Because that's <laughs> as they call themselves. American boy band. Americans, America's favorite boy band now. Best and... boy band since One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. So, anyway, for me, man... With Dom, I really feel as though he even evolved, has evolved as well. Similarly with Bareface, as as their career, the Brockhampton mm-hmm. career has kind of ascended, I feel like he, his has as well. And I've really kind of uh, appreciated his value. And, See, I, yeah. I, I like Dom 
But the thing with Dom is I, I everybody else for me brings something a little bit extra. And sometimes with Dom it just seems like almost repetitive where he kinda comes in with like he's always got like the best bars, the best uh the best he's the best rapper in the group. Like him or Matt. Yeah, him or Matt are like the best rappers in the group. But with Matt, he brings something else to it. He sings a little bit. Dom is is super consistent as well, and I like Dom. I'm not trying to like bag on Dom or anything like right, that. Right, 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 right. But I just think he needs to just like maybe step out of his comfort zone. I see. I see your point a, a bit for sure. Um, I'll argue that a little bit though. I think. Yeah, he, yeah. I think. I think he does on the album. Okay. When we get to that, but anyway, and then. Um, and then finally, Joba. My God. Who, yeah, I love Joba. And then, so Joba's been another one that we've kind of slowly seen his progression and seen his skill set kind mm-hmm. of grow more so on the first saturation or two, just kind of doing a lot of more hooks and singing. Yeah. And he actually apparently does a lot of the back behind the scenes yeah, stuff. He did, he's he, like the executive producer, I believe. Engineer. Engineer, yes. He yeah. Says. And he's really, t- now he's even come into his own as a rapper. I think more so on like the saturation three iridescence ish. Like that's where he, I think, really as a rapper, he, he kind of started nope. to completely get better. Know where my like defining moment for him was when Saturation Three came out. I think I don't know if it was like the first single that came out, but it, Zipper. Oh man, he his, kills! Oh Zipper. my god, dude, he kills Zipper. He kills that, and like I always love Joe, but like he's been like my guy ever since I started listening to them. But with that, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it's wild. Where did that come from? Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. No, I totally agree. It's wild, man. So the album, Ginger. So it dropped on August 23rd, uh, about a month uh, from where we're recording this episode right now on the podcast. Uh, so just kind of general thoughts, uh, Tyler, on how you feel about this this release from Brockhampton. Where is it, where's it sitting for you at the moment? Uh, for me, man, I, I'm always pumped when uh, Brockhampton drops anything. So this one it really hit for me. I was I was all in on it. Yeah, I do. I think it is too. Like, man, a song. Well, all right. So when the first single came out, I, I won't lie. Like, I've been born again. It took yeah. a couple of minutes for me, or like a couple. Excuse me. A couple, it took me a couple of listens to really like kind of get with it. And it's funny because Joba. So going back to Joba, mm-hmm. as great of a rapper as he's, he's he's become. Uh, I thought the voice filter choice on um, I've Been Born Again was a bit odd with Joba's kind of the distortion, how they kind of like lowered it. and uh, But then again, it's funny. I actually have grown to really like it mm-hmm. at this point. And it's funny you say that because um, just bringing it back one album or two albums, actually, Saturation 3, the first single that they dropped was actually Boogie. And Boogie took, I was like, I don't know about this. But then like, I listened to it a couple of times, and that's one of my favorite songs off the album now. So I think, I think like with when they have like these singles or just like any song in general, like they're so out there and they're so wild. Like it takes us like a couple listens to to figure out where they're going with Dude, it. Dude, that is such a good point. I totally agree. Like they're one of those groups where you can't just listen to it once and be like, okay, we're judging it from that or. I always tell people all the time that don't know Brockhampton, you can't listen to one Brockhampton song and judge them on that because they have so many different styles and, and kind of choices that they go with in some of their music and some of the melodies that they choose and the creativity. Like, I mean, it's crazy. They can do a song on a same album, a song like Face mm-hmm. or Milk, right? That's just like so stripped back, love ballad or like very serious and deep and heartfelt. And then they drop a song like heat oh my god on the same album right and then like 
that track is like got this hard rock guitar sort of uh you know instrumentation and and they're all they're going crazy aggressive right so it's just crazy to me there how on the different ends of the spectrum they can be and then everything in between like they can just do so many experimental things they're dude I think, well, first of all, Face My Favorite Brockhampton song, period. It's in my top five. I mean, no question. Like, it has to be. It's so fire. It's so good. It's so good. Joba hits that falsetto in the chorus, and it's just Dude. literally like, oh my it's God. incredible, It's bro. amazing. It's amazing. I think everybody on that song, Dom, Matt. Amir. Amir. Killed yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Killed it. And that instrumental is is in the background, and it's more. It brings those guys their performances to the forefront mm-hmm. in that kind of song because the instrumentation is so kind of lush and mellow and almost atmospheric. It really kind of brings it in. So I I agree with you, man. Face is one of my all time mm-hmm. favorites from them. I think Face, like coming back to the current album, um, that just goes hand in hand with No Halo, dude. Like, <sighs> what a start to an album. Huh? Oh my god, No Halo is so good. Deb never. I did, I hadn't heard of her no. before this. And I'm really impressed with her her background vocals and My some God. of her contributions. Her and Merlin going back and forth on the even chorus Matt game. too. Yeah, they kill. I'm getting goosebumps. That I just like <laughs> listen. Like when I first heard that song, I was like, "Oh my God, bro!" Well, the craziest thing was is, in my opinion, is is that Merlin actually isn't a bad singer. No, he's he can really actually, not. He can, he can find a, there's certain notes he can find. And, yeah, and, and he's like, like pockets, and he he's decent. Yeah. What 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 uh, what talk show did they just perform that on? They did that on it. Was it Kimmel? I, I don't know. It was I want to say Kimmel. Yeah, it was it was Kimmel, and then they did the other two on Ellen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something Speaking like that. Speaking of performances, did you watch? So they so this was kind of freaking crazy. When they dropped the album, uh, what they did was they had a lot the that night they had a live performance in L.A. Okay, and they recorded it on YouTube. Did you watch any? Of it? I, I don't. I think I missed it, dude. You got to go back. So anybody listening, Brockhampton fans, not Brockhampton fans, go check this set out. They do like a live performance, at, like I said, at, uh, in L.A. And it is unbelievable, man. Like so great. Even guys like Ryan Beatty come out. Oh, man. And really just like steal the show. I mean, talk about a song like Sugar as well. I mean, to the, like those two songs kicking off this album man. were so good to me. Like, like I know, sorry, again, so I know like the singles, I've been born again. I liked it when mm-hmm. it came out. Uh, before the album and then I think If You Pray Right came out after yeah, and then Boy Bye and then Boy Bye yeah. so then but to start an album dude with No Halo and Sugar I mean I, when I was going through it the first time I was stunned I really was they're both such gorgeous songs in their own right No Halo is just so Crazy. atmospheric so just No deep. Halo man I can't Ugh. get enough of it I literally I like, I'll play it like when I'm driving I'll play it like super loud and I'll roll the windows down because I want people to like, catch the catch the chorus <laughs> or something yeah i'm oh, like dude sure. like check this out oh but, man it's so good but yeah no sugar man that that hit kevin so kevin says that this is his favorite song off the album sugar yeah mm. and it might be my favorite song off the album it's up there with that and dearly departed which i will definitely talk okay. about in a minute yeah, but yeah. with sugar bro i just to me man that chorus ryan Beatty's chorus Beattie kills it <laughs> murks that chorus it is so smooth the Kills instrumental it. is so the the guitar in the back, it really just kind of holds the whole thing together it for does. me. And like I, here's the thing overall with this album, and I hate to keep jumping around like this, but with with this album, I don't think they would have made an album like this without Amir. Excuse me, excuse me. With Amir. With Amir. I don't right. think they would have made an album like this with Amir. Oh uh, no way. Since Amir, I feel like they've actually really progressed and changed their sound. Yeah. They kind of went from, they went from some experimental, a lot more experimental type. Uh, like instrumentation mm-hmm. and then with 
This album, I feel like they really went in with a lot more live, like more live sampling instrumentation, right, right. and like it just feels more fleshed out and lush, and 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 just very like technically sound and vibrant. Vibrant, I think, is the best word I could use to describe this this album to me. It's it feels more vibrant than any feel, of the other it ones. It feels more of a album where you can actually have like a real connection with. There's a lot of musicality to yeah. it. Exactly. It's this, this this the sonic appeal is just so much more. Yeah inviting i think you know, i think me. they they definitely went through a lot personal personally with like the departure of amir and um i think they went like a hard like a more tough harder road with um with uh iridescence like it was yeah. a, it was more of like a harder like sound almost especially with the three like uh promotional singles that they had we already talked about them a couple times diana truman those ones those tracks yeah so those ones like a couple of them were like super hard and like just like anybody, when they're going through things, you go through the angry period and you go through the, okay, I'm all right now phase. I think that's what they're in now. Yeah, like that. yeah, like they've kind of just come to acceptance yeah. with it. Dude, that's actually a really good point that you bring that up because, and it's funny, actually, because you're so right, the three promotional singles, and then as the album Iridescence progresses, those last three tracks kind of tie in a little bit more with this album, right. I feel like a little bit better, yeah. with like San Marcos, Tonya, and Fabric. Oh, those man. are much more... I think vibes of this mm -hmm. verse of ginger versus iridescence. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. You're, it's a really great point that you bring up that you're, you're right. It's, it's the angry period of like, they're so they're, they're so upset they're shocked. and shocked and shook even of what has happened with yeah. Amir. And this is kind of like, they're, they're like coming to terms with it, coming to almost peace with it. It's this album feels peaceful to me in a lot of it ways. Does. It's like even the harder hitting tracks, like Boy Bye, like If You Pray Right. Victor Roberts. Victor Roberts. They still, to me, they feel like you, you really, really feel like that, con that you, like you said earlier, that constant emotional connection. And it's so important, like, to the kind of the message that's how of they this connect. That's how this, I mean, that's how they've, they've always connected is being emotional. But it's like, it's now, it's like, okay, we see you. We, 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 we get it. You went yeah. through a lot, and now you're coming out on the other side. Yeah. Grass is getting greener for them. For sure. What'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of Dealer Departed? Oh, man. Killed it. Everybody killed it. I think, uh, Matt. Bro. Matt. Oh, dude, when Matt opened that song up, I was instantly hooked. Oh, oh well, Kevin starts it, though. Oh, right, 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 right. Kevin's right. a Matt. Ke so yeah, 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 yeah. But, dude, Matt. Right. Bro, the way he is rhyming over yeah. that freaking beat is And it's heartfelt, too. It's like, well, he the, really the, got hurt. Yeah. The way that Matt was really rhyming over this uh, this beat, dude. Like, this beat is so difficult to rap over because mm -hmm. it's so atmospheric. But And it, it and it, there's not really, like, any real true melody to it. It's kind of all like, a little all over the place. Mm -hmm. And the way that the drum goes, the progression with the drum... It's very, like I said, it's a little unorthodox. And the way Matt rhymes over it, he's on beat. It's so insane. I, I love it. I think it's crazy because every, like, not every song they make is, like, one of those crazy beats. And, like, not everything's a junkie type beat. But um, I always found it crazy how they could all flow in different ways. And it all sounds like it's meant to be. Yeah. It's, but it's awesome. I wasn't surprised, though. Matt never misses, dude. Matt is you like we said about earlier. Matt is probably the most consistent yeah, as dude. far as a rapper goes oh, yeah. for the group. Him and Dom, and again they both. I mean, in my opinion, I mean Kevin. Kevin's opening. I mean, um, 
opening verse on this this track is absolutely amazing to me i, I love how he says the, the line he says here the what's the point of having a best friend if you have to end, up, you end up losing him in regards to amir yeah and you know he, uh, kevin had some things to say a bit on his solo project mm -hmm. specifically on corpus christi yep when he says something along the lines of like I'm, he actually apologizes to Dom and he's like I'm sorry for putting all our problems on the front lawn or whatever he says and so it's clear that while it's been very vague of like what they've felt about this it's clear that they've had some back obviously some conversations conversations uh, between each other exactly behind closed doors they, they, it's like it's like family you don't want to empty out your dirty laundry for the whole world exactly. in every situation um, but it's funny to me but, that Dom well, it's funny to me that Dom actually, out of the two of the, them on this, like, Kevin kind of just, like, gets doesn't get as specific. Right. And then Dom Dumps my God. first, bro, on this shit. Dude, the raw emotion in this yes. is ridiculous. Like, you yes. just, like, he was hurting. You heard it in his voice, the flow, everything he was saying, dude. He just let it out, He picked bro. the mic up or something and, like, he dropped Gronk the mic. spiked it at he the end or something, mic. dude. He it was crazy, yeah. He dropped the mic. It was wild, bro. Like, he, the, some of the lines over here, like. Yeah, that's so metaphorical, though, that he, like, dropped the mic to end the song, but he just, like, dropped the mic, too, to close a chapter of his life, too. Like. That is, yes. I, that is that's, I just thought of that right now, too. You get English teacher brownie points for that one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Bringing up metaphors and shit. Outside. Good job. Yes. Oh, absolutely, man. A plus for you today for, <laughs> for yeah. class, bro. Good shit. Dude. Oh, man. I, I mean, what line on here isn't incredible from Dom's from Dom's verse? I mean, when somebody that you know throws you in the fire, how do you survive? Kick the door down. Mm -hmm. uh, inside a home I didn't own just to save a friend's life. Little did I know the one who pulled the strings was once on my side. So mm -hmm. he's like referring to... That tweet he had a while back about saying that I guess Amir set up his boys or something like that, yeah. And so not only with the sexual assault scandals with that Amir's had, now he's setting up Dom's friends to be robbed, and it's, yeah, and, it, and it's just it's like like that's just it's just weird. It's just so weird. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like how are you gonna like you literally you have a house with Dom, like you guys are like boys boys like how do you go behind his back and do something that like messed up yeah it it, it, it baffles me and i don't think we'll ever like no. us the the fans will ever truly know no what way. happened and like what his reasoning was oh, and no. things like that but i will say this man dom's raw emotion on this i believe him yeah and I mean, I don't say that it's not really. That's obviously for us to interpretate or interpret between you know listeners and things like that. Whether or not, because so we'll get to Amir's response in a little bit. Whether or not it was sufficient or not, and things like that. In terms of Dom, dude, I believe him. I think that yeah. he sounded so heartfelt, like you said. I think and, some something definitely went on. Of course, right. like something happened. Uh, we know a little bit about it, but um, I'm not too worried about figuring out exactly what happened, just yeah. because like. All right. Not our business. Yeah, I don't need to know the details. All I know is something happened or he wouldn't have been kicked out. Right. He would still right. be there, you know? Exactly. So anyway, I mean, yeah, like the vague things we got were, like I said, the sex, the couple of sexual mm -hmm. assault uh, charges against him. And and then obviously the, like the, the apparent robbery. robbery. We don't get, we don't know the details. And yeah. these are all alleged things. We don't know. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. He hasn't been, Amir has not been convicted of anything. So I just want to get, go, make sure that that gets put out there. Uh, we don't know obviously any specifics, but. We can say all we can say is that it clearly affected Dom in some oh, way, yeah. and and it, it definitely affected Kevin too because oh, of like, that was his I mean, best friend. Saying, I think all like, of them. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, I even said this to uh, Boston Calling a couple years ago. So I've seen them three times. Oh okay, okay. Concert. I've seen them at 
uh, Middle East when they when they dropped after Saturation Two. Okay. And then uh, right after Three is when they were at Boston Calling. I mean, but, I was there that year too. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. It was the day before Brock Hampton was there, and uh, that was actually like the day that they look they got rid of Amir. So they oh, did wow. the whole set without him, but they I think had planned the set for him to be him to be there. So during his parts, they kept they just kept the beat going, and they all just kind of stood there awkwardly. Oh, wow. Like at one point, Matt started crying, and oh like, wow, Joba was consoling him, and Dom looked apparently emotional, and Kevin just looked kind of distraught. Like they almost looked oh, like wow. they didn't want to be there. And there was like a bunch of articles that came out the next day, like you know Brockhampton, you know boots. Uh, yeah, Remember. boots out, boots out. Amir Van, uh, uh, Boston calling, uh, you know, show a disaster. Like the people, some people calling it like a disaster. Like all these things. I personally didn't feel that way. I just feel like you got to feel for those guys. It was just a little guys. awkward. Yeah, yeah like, you got to like, feel for them. I'll dude. give you a hug too, like, bro. <laughs> exactly. I felt horrible. And people are out in like the crowd screaming, like we want Amir, we want Amir oh, because uh, dude, there is a population of people that are still pissed off that Amir is gone. Yeah. How do you? I, I, I personally am fine with so him being gone. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I was like at the at first I was just like, damn! Like, are they Brockhampton anymore? Like, are they gonna be able to keep going without him? Because he was a huge contributor to the group. He was my favorite rapper. He was so on, fire, on man. It. Here's where I, I just when it first happened, we didn't get like any details. Not that we have a lot now. And I was just more like, okay, can, you guys could have waited a little while until like more stuff came out, and then made a decision after that but now i'm just like you know what like the music is just getting better and better so i'm fine with it dude and it, yeah i am too and it, and it feels like just morally and their message that they couldn't have him oh my god he, he wasn't he doesn't fit now he I mean clearly if that's if if what he's alleged to have done is true he does not fit their their message their moral message yeah. he just does not and, and it's it's so weird too because yeah. like even when he was part of the group like his lyrics and like his um contribution to it it didn't seem weird when it was happening when like the songs you were coming back, out though. and i'm freaking out and i'm like oh my god bro the, on milk he says something along the lines of, and there's a couple women who know some things about oh lies that untold and shit that i didn't said and then he says and then like and people that I've robbed. Yeah. And so it's just like, he's just bro. He's just reminiscing on all this. He was, yeah, he literally, right, It what told us. Oh my, yeah. We just had Which no idea. kind of crazy. We had no idea. So weird. We just assumed it was like, we didn't know he was talking about these we things. We thought it was just like a dark type of, like uh, horrorcore kind of like Eminem used to rap in, back yeah. in the day. But even on Heat, dude, his verse on Heat is weird, bro. Yeah. I love when bitches scream. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Well, because it's, it's so funny you say that because like I said, I've gone back too and some of his his, some of his bars are definitely now questionable. Yeah, man. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't questioning them then, but now I'm questioning now them. Now I'm like, oh with, with the information we have. And it leads one to just just think about, yeah, are they better off with him? I t- Believe it or not, I definitely think they are. I now, mean, yeah. To me, man, I mean, there's not a song on this thing I didn't like. Even Ginger, the, the title track, I wasn't as crazy about it first. It's a little bit like out there. It's a little, um, it's very colorful and almost animated in a, animated in a way right but i've really grown to like it i think it's super melodic and and i enjoy that track a ton big boy is so catchy well my my first my first like um initial reaction when i um listened to it the only the only track that threw me off a little bit was victor roberts because i didn't i didn't understand what it was because i knew it wasn't anybody in the in the group 
And that, I'm like, that, that verse is crazy. Oh my god, that verse I, is crazy. I w- so the first time I'm hearing it, I'm like, I don't even really like understand what this is. Like, I don't know who this guy is. Blah blah blah. But then, um, I'm listening to the story that he's telling. At the same time, I'm like, I don't know about this, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it was something like the the police were at his door at his parents' house or something like so that. So like, yeah, yeah. So like a friend of the parents like left something there like in a bag and like they had no idea and like the cops came found it and he got thrown into like custody or something it was just like weird it was like dom's a boy right it's like i think it's one of dom's friends they met playing xbox or something yeah 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 yeah. that's crazy cool and he can rap dude he has he can yeah and he he performed live actually at their show in la and he performed that verse obviously and ryan Beatty. And Bareface and, mm. and Joba come out at the end, bro. I gotta that, check that out. That closing. Oh, dude, oh that God, trio right beautiful. there. Beautiful. That trio is ridiculous. Jesus, man. Like, um. They're so such good vocalists. All oh, three my of them. God. All three of them. Dude, one of my. It's it's not even like technically a Brockhampton track, but Peach, when uh, Joba and. Um, Dominic Fike. Dominic Fike and yeah, Bareface is on there, too. Kill it. Harmonizing like that, the way. Oh I my love God. that, like the bareface. If you on on uh, Victor Roberts, like if you're yeah. hurting, I'm obviously yeah. not giving it any justice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love yourself with my, my heart or whatever he says, and then Ryan Beatty comes in with just like, thank God I'm still sticking. <laughs> with Ryan Beatty will kill anything, oh dude. He'll sing God. anything, and it's crazy. I almost wish that they performed Tanya together back, like yes. last year, dude. That was crazy. I almost wish with Ryan Beatty, dude, that they wouldn't um, alter his vocals as much. I would yeah. love to just hear him. Because when you go, anybody else that goes back and listen, watches the the live performance, mm-hmm. the LA one for this album when it dropped, he doesn't obviously have any vocoder or any like of it's the still effects fire. on him. Oh my god, he's he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous singer. And so for me, like I almost get upset. I'm when... just waiting for him and Kevin to hook up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, Kevin still got a, a, a guy, right? Does he? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is Ryan Beatty gay? Yeah, dude. He is. Yeah, is, man. Is Bareface too? I. I don't know. I always thought... I like, didn't realize that Ryan Beatty was. I thought... Yeah, Ryan Beatty. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it, the thing with Bareface is I don't know. Because when he, they first came out, like, not first came out, but, like, when I first started listening to him, I was like, yeah, he, he could be gay. Like, he might be gay. And then I was watching uh, that TV show that they had. American Boy Band. Yeah. And he was hanging out with a girl. Also, guys, maybe he's not then. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so I don't know. I, don't I wasn't know. sure because on one of the songs I think he talks references of, I think yeah, it was, the it was of summer he was like summer he references in the, I can't say yeah, in the heat of the summer, summer or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever I yeah. mean either way I, I them as a group to me man like I love how diverse they are oh I my god how many dude. different groups of people they can bring together amazing and it just it just to me man like this is they, they're this, so necessary dude, I was just gonna say they're so needed in just life in, in general music, yeah dude you know what I mean like in culture it, culture man is just gonna benefit so much from this because they're taking the lgbt community bringing them into the hip-hop world where they didn't blend all the time where never. back oh in the god back in the work. day like oh my god 80s 90s no 2000s way. rap it was no never, way yeah no way and you're seeing it now and i think it's just with the times and another actually interesting uh parallel i want to draw with that too because i'm a big tattoo guy okay and i've been watching ink master so anybody that you mm-hmm. know I, I love that show it's one Dude, of my that. favorites and they just crowned their second girl ink mat or woman ink female ink master for the only the second time in the whole oh, wow. tenure of the show and in, in the, this couple of last episodes or like, excuse me last couple of seasons in particular they really like a lot of the women have addressed that you know because because women were not allowed to like tattoo for artists, a long be yeah. tattoo artists for a really long time not only they're more accepted but now they're literally 
mainstreamed and a part of the culture and to the point where like they are becoming now some of the most influential and recognizable yeah. artists in the world like Orion Ashley Kat Von D oh my god all the exactly Nikki Simpson like uh, all these freaking there's a, artists there's a girl right in Salem who was on Ink Master Kelly Dotty Ke- yeah. she was on there last night yeah, shout out Kelly Dotty and, and, and all the tattooers out there of course uh, yeah, man. but yeah man like for me bro like I think that it is just a, sh- a sign that the times are changing mm-hmm. and I think culture and pop culture music movies art they obviously move with the times. They have to. They have to. They have to adapt. Exactly. And I just, it makes me happy to know that people like this, they they don't feel that they don't have a voice, they don't have a place. Of course, of course. Brockhampton to me, man, uh, they killed it on this one. I, I loved every, nearly every song. The only song here that, and even like Heaven Belongs to You with a slow tie, I thought that was kind of a cool little interlude. Every song here, man, I'm really a big fan of. Uh, the only song track that might be a bit underwhelming for me is uh, St. Percy. It's, okay. it's just a little bit less. Because that was one of the more hard-hitting tracks. Okay. Here, that one in Boy Bye. I love Boy Bye. Boy Bye, dude. Man, when... Um like I, I I was bagging on Dom a little bit, but this my this is my his, his verse my favorite verse on that song, man. Boy bye, he kills. He boy kills bye. it, dude. I think Dom on this record stood out to me the most. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I I really think that he elevated his game so much on this one, and I think he had something to prove. I think he proved it. I mean, there's tracks on here he freaking absolutely kills. Boy bye, if you pray right, obviously dearly departed. We talked about kills it on no halo too. No man. halo. Oh my god, man. Joba, like and Job, and Job oh my god, Job, yeah, Joba. That's a take away from no, what you were saying about no, Dom. Dude, whenever Joba comes, Joba's part on No Halo comes on, just that that it's like so heartfelt, and you just like he kills it singing wise too. Like he's perfect everywhere, and like the way Dom led into it, he set it up with like two words, and then so, Joba goes so right creative. in, and I was like, oh my god, dude, so dope. Yeah, man. So for you, for you, like, what are some of your favorites? Like, if you got to pick a handful of tracks off this, that, like your your key, your definite favorites. My what, faves, I would definitely go No Halo as at the top for sure. Okay, it's already at the top, right where it belongs, anyway. <laughs> so uh, No Halo, definitely Boy Bye, uh, Dearly Departed. Um, I have to put Victor Roberts on there now. Sure. Um, after. Like listening to it and like really understanding. It's, a beautiful song. it's awesome, dude. It's a beautiful song. And then um I'd probably put uh Sugar Okay. On that list. That's too. A sol- I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm with I'm with you on almost all those. Uh, for me, my favorites I'm probably gonna go No Halo, Sugar, Boy Bye, Dilly Departed. And I'm honestly I'm gonna throw Big Boy in there. Okay. I, I like Big Boy a lot. I think that track to me, man, I love... Ke- that is a classic Kevin chorus. Dude. I still remember he's literally king. Down. He's the king of the chorus. King of the hook, man. Kills king it. it like, those probably to me are like my five favorite tracks I pull from this. But obviously, I like pretty much every track. The only track, again, like I said, I didn't Saint Percy. care for was St. Percy. A lot of people are saying they don't like Love Me For Life. I disagree. I think Joba absolutely destroys that one, too, in terms of like his sing-songy flow he does on that one. The only my only complaint with this album to me is not the, long enough. No, I was okay with the length. The, I could have used a couple more tracks. I could have too. The underuse of Merlin. Yeah, dude. Do you feel as though with Dom, as Dom and Bareface have kind of ascended a bit in the group, they're, that, they're both evolving and like and even Joba to an extent that Merlin's almost taken a step back um, a bit. I don't know. That's how I feel with Merlin. Well, I, I, I'd little, say I'd say yes, Merlin 
took a little bit of a step back, but so did Kevin on this. I think Kevin did, though, because he dropped his own exactly. solo project. But uh, yeah. the stuff where, like, Merlin shines on a couple of tracks on this. No, like, he really does. I like, agree. I hate to keep bringing it back to No Halo, but he kills it on that, and yeah. I would never expect that from him. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. I think he definitely was a little bit underutilized, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't think it was done intentionally or like anything like they were just like ill harm by doing that or anything. I oh, just think yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What track is the one where he goes like murder man? That's that St. Percy, isn't it? Murder man. He's got murder like the man, Murder man. man. And that's St. Percy. Yeah. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Someone better haunt me. Is that St. Percy? That's St. Percy. Then the St. Percy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He that is sick. Even though that's not one of my favorite tracks, that outro is unbelievable. They have some really good outros on this on this album. I think they they've always had the good, good outros. outros man. Yeah. I think uh, what was the one with the um... Matt Champions on Boy by Bro- I mean, excuse me, Matt Champions on I've Been Born Again. His outro on that one, ridiculous, dude. Oh, I was thinking. I thought you said um, uh, for some reason I was thinking of uh, Daily Departed. I don't know no, why. No, I was no, like, no. what? His outro that he does on I've Been Born Again dude, is ridiculous. His outros, so, his so outros have always been on fire. What was the one when he was like, um, swerving like a donut, straight swerving like a donut? Was it, um, I can't remember what song that is. Not Star. It was um, Gold. Was it Gold? Is that Gold? I, I don't think it's Gold. Keep a gold chain on my neck. Is it, I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, I know what my verse is. gonna it's, like a donut. I'm going to look it yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. Look it, it up. It's, it's pissing me It's off right on the now. tip of my tongue, too. I think it's gold, dude. Me and all my boys straight. I can picture him in the car doing it, too. Like in the music video. Gummy. Oh, it's dude. It's on Gummy. Gummy. Oh, yeah, dude. Cause it's on Gummy. Man. Which is one of my, like, one of their oh, most yeah. hype tracks. So that's the other dude. thing, too. They have way less hype tracks on this. Yeah, album. man. It's way just smoother, more just, like, melodic feel. And I think like, it's you, like, you're it's right. summer vibes, dude. Like, summer vibes. It's it, just like, it's all around. It's like something you like want to listen to at a cookout. Yeah. It's like a uh, college dropout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, so good. All right. So uh, what would you give for a grade? So grade time. What do you, <sighs> how do you feel about uh, Ginger by Brockhampton? If you had to scale it. So normally on the show, we go from A plus to F and we just give it a, a, a number. Okay. I'd probably say like anywhere from 90 to 93. So in that range? Like yeah, a like minus. A minus. Okay. A minus. Where does it rank for you on uh, the rest of the Brockhampton albums? You, like you want it? me to put them in order, like if saturation, you, if, yeah, saturation. Yeah, go for All it. right, so I def- it, for me, it would go saturation three is as number you, one for as me. Your favorite, yeah. Um, then I'd go saturation. Okay. I then I put this one number three. Interesting. And then I have to put iridescence at the bottom, but then right in the middle is um number two, two. number two, iridescence two. I mean iridescence two. Um, saturation, saturation two. two. My bad. No, you're good. But um, yeah, man. Sweet. Yeah, no, I, for me, man, to be honest, I'm going to go on a limb here. This, again, I still may have to sit with it a bit more. This might be my favorite project from them. Really? Yeah. And the reason for that, dude, is like I said, this is a lot more up my alley in terms of what I like, the more smooth, soulful type stuff. And they really brought that to me here. And like like you said, I loved their emotion here. Oh my God. I think for me, that's what has made this stick so much. Like there was a point in the summer, dude, I'm not kidding. Uh, well, actually, this whole this month of September, really, where I've been playing this album through like almost every day, multiple times a week. I've my I just recently I have kind of tailed off it a bit with some other stuff coming out, but like for a while I bummed this heavy. Like for me, man, like when Cody and I do lists uh, at the end of the year, I can't see 
a song on here, not like a, like either Sugar or Daily Departed will definitely be definitely my top. gonna have one on there. And this album to me is gonna definitely be my top ten. I can't see it not being there. I mean, we'll see what else comes out the rest of the year. And oh, top ten easily. Top, top ten, of the 10 year. album easily of the year. Yeah, I, for, for me, me personally too, at least at least top ten. I I would almost put it in the top five. It's 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 close, man. I th- I think this is gonna be higher than um, Kevin Abstract's solo project okay. was for me. For me, man, I'm going to go a strong 96 here. I 96? think I really, really like this album a lot. I might like it better than Iridescence, but I don't want people to freak out and say, oh, this is automatically going to be his number, number one song. It's going to be number one album again for a second year in a row because I think this year in 2019 for music has just been so strong. Yeah, man. I think 2018 was a little bit weaker. 2019 has proved to be a really strong year think, in music. I think 2018... 2018 wasn't that bad, though. 2018. Oh, no, 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 no. By no means was 2018 bad. I'm just saying that... I think this year has been better, mm-hmm. and I, I to me, man, yeah, ninety six, all the tried and true. I really like this project, 96. and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing like where they go from here because they I think they they have another within the next year they have to get, buy their label contract. They have to drop another drop one. one more because the Kevin Abstract one counted apparently, and that's why oh, he, really that, and that's why he did it because they wanted to take a break for a while. Okay, but they were contractually they had to drop another project, so Kevin was like, okay. all right, screw it, I'll just do a solo. So okay. he did a solo, so that way the other guys could take a break. Yeah, it was but, short too. It was a shorter album. Yeah, it was like, I think it was only like thirty something. Like I think low thirties, like thirty two minutes, maybe thirty three minutes. Yeah, it was, it wasn't I, I, I'm selfish though. I want a nice like fifty eight minute. Like, yeah, I'm selfish. Yeah, I want to hear a ton. I want to hear a ton. Speaking of short projects, so Amir Van drops a manual. Yeah. Last weekend, uh, for me, I'm happy that it, it seemed organic. Like this drop, it didn't seem. Like it, like it, it felt. He felt he was probably ready to do it. It's yeah. been a year and a half. I was starting to think we weren't going to hear from him again. Mm-hmm. That this was just going to bury him. And thought it was over for him. I, I did too. And he's here. Uh, he dropped a very monotone, mono- very monotone, and very ominous. Yeah, music video with Emmanuel, the, the title oh track. God. Like that thing gave me it was, straight it chills. Was, it was eerie, dude. It, it was, was very eerie. Uh, to me, I don't know. So. Listening to this, how did you feel about his response? Like his first off, his his EP here. I guess he's calling it an EP. Yeah. It's short enough. I think it's only it's six tracks. It's roughly seventeen minutes. How do you feel about his solo stuff? How, I mean, music wise, man, I I can't narc it. I liked it. I, I agree. Uh, music I wise, I didn't it. hate it. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it or anything like that. I thought. I think every song on there was pretty consistent, but. You know where he, he missed lacks. something. Yeah, it, he's missing. This this there's, there's something missing. It's very obvious that yeah. there's something missing. Like I it, it's not bad and I like Amir as a as an artist, like oh, yeah. as a music artist. Like I find his rapping to be very catchy and ear grabbing and I, I like him a lot. To me though, yeah, you're I'm with, I'm with you, man. Something's missing here and I don't know what it is. I think to me, I think it's the hooks. Yeah, a lot of these hooks are kind of weak. Well, if he never had a hook the whole time he was part of Rockhampton, because it's always it's, been either yeah. mostly Kevin or Joba or Bareface. Bareface, yeah. And so he's a little never bit had of Kevin, a, uh, not Kevin, but a little bit of Matt too. But exactly. So to me, man, I he just, just he always brought like it's kind of like he's always he's always been good. Like I've always liked him. I've always enjoyed listening to him. But because he's a good it, rapper, yeah, he's he's good. But he always has had that little monotone uh, voice in like a lot of his stuff um mm-hmm. yeah and it just to me without the other guys kind of breaking that up it does get monotonous like you're saying and it does get a little bit boring to listen to 
and the, I think the instrumentals don't really hit for me too. A lot of the production was cool and Dre and Hip Boy on this. I think and a I manual like, dude. I think that beats kind of nuts. I think he. Ha- I think that was perfect. It I felt think. like a heartbeat. Yeah, it, like, dude. It just felt like a heartbeat to me. I it think was so, like it was yeah. like three like thuds and then like a little yeah. space and it was like that's all he had on the whole beat and it was perfect. When that track started, I liked how it started because I was like, when this initially dropped, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I like. I'm interested to see if he responds about anything. He has to. He must, right? Right. And he says, he starts off the track by saying, so hard to say I'm sorry. It's so hard to self-reflect. Make a be- the world a better place. I'll put a bullet in my head. So mm-hmm. running out of friends. Steady running from the past. Ain't no little piece of heaven, all these demons that I have. Mm-hmm. I am broken. I am tired. I am lonely and depressed. I am made of mistakes. I start, I'll start. i start going down the list. He has me Perfect. There. Perfect. Okay. So I poetic too. Poetic, the way he's rhyming over it, right? The beat's just very like it's minimalistic. So, like the forefront, you is, have no choice but, but to, to hear, hear what he's saying. He has me right, and I'm like, okay, he is clearly a broken human mm-hmm. being. He's going through some things, been through some shit, you know. And but then the message of what he's saying, his his sort of response to this. I don't think he shows any remorse. No. I really don't. And it really frustrates me think, because the next line he says, he starts blaming other people. I'm a product of my father. I'm an addict like, like my, my sister. sister. So sick I need a doctor. I was spent some time in institutions when I was with my home with my right. mama. And then he like it's I saw like, violence in my home. Dude, it's like like he just had it. he just had to man up to his own mistakes and he almost did it and he let us all down. And he let us all down. He he could have taken that opportunity and said like I own what I did. I apologize. Like, I hurt these certain people. Yeah, I, I messed up. I messed up. And he does say that he's made mistakes, yeah. but he's so vague about it. Yeah. And he shows... And then he, he seems like he's trying to blame everybody else. And then an, later on in, in the EP, he's taking shots at these guys. Oh, my God. He's like... He, what did he say? He was like, you're supposed to have your brother's back or something like that. You clearly didn't. Yes. I think that like was that. on uh, LA. I think that was. and Because he, yeah. he was talking about how... Like the chorus, uh, the hook of that was just like, I lost myself out in L- yeah. L.A. I lost my friends in L.A. Like, L.A. was essentially the worst thing that ever happened to yeah. me. And, and it should have been the best. Cause, right. But you had to go and mess it up. But you, Yeah, exactly. And he, yeah, he's blaming them. And then what does he say? Like, I'm not a boy in a band. I'm more oh, he than said, a man. He said, or something like he that said, on Pop Trunk or Glock 19. Yeah, I'm not just a boy in a band. I'm more than a man. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, taking subtle shots at them. When, dude, like, you're the one that fucked up. Yeah. Not these guys. Mm-hmm. They have... A, and, and, no, and then he was saying, like, you know, they're they're using my name as a meal ticket. Oh, dude. And all that they stuff. haven't even mentioned Bullshit. you. Bullshit. They haven't named yeah, they haven't named, they literally, you once. Yeah, exactly. You got mentioned on uh, one song on the album and then one song on Kevin's album. Like, I don't know... And not even by name. No. Like... It might be about you. <laughs> like it, it definitely it is a hundred percent. But but like they, they didn't go out and you know say well Dom basically did. He's like saying yeah. like, you're not a man. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Like you're a piece of shit, worthless piece of shit. Essentially, yeah. Dom, Dom was like a paraphrase. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, Dom said like, about yo. him. And he was to me. He gets defensive here and backs it up with nothing. And then on and either either he's basically deflecting right the mm-hmm. whole time. Or on songs like Pop Trunk and Glock 19, he's just proving his proving po- the proving proving everybody else's point. point because he's still rapping about big gang bang. Like, I'll pull up on you, pop the trunk or something like what? Like come yeah, off, dude. I, dude, it's it's not. It's frustrating, and I, I I don't know if he'll have a career past this. I don't think I want him to have a career past this. To I think me. this was needed though. 
it was, and I'm glad he, I'm glad it came out because now we at least know his thoughts mm-hmm. or at least what his response was going to be. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll drop something else and he'll really get more into detail about yeah. it. But I, if he was going to, I felt like he would have on here. Yeah. So to me, man, I think this was like a test for him. He wanted to see if people going to listen to this. Do I still have a little bit of a fan base? Uh, let me put this out as a test. If people listen to it, I'll keep going. If not, I'm done. It's a good point. It's a good point. It's, it's true. It's easily something he could that could have gone on. But do you have a favorite track on here? Or a couple favorite tracks? I mean, I'd probably just... Probably probably Emmanuel, honestly, because just the way the beat hits is crazy to me. Yeah. Aside from the lyrical component, the way he's f- rhyming over it and the beat itself and just how the haunting yeah. aspect of it, the ominous feel. I do like Emmanuel. I like Glock 19. I think that's kind of a, a catchy song as well. I do like Los Angeles, too. That's a little yeah. catchy. Yeah, that one's good. Pop Trunk, I did not care for. I didn't care for Plastic. or stu- I think Sunday Night the Chorus is by far the worst. I can't even remember that one. Sunday night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just mad boring. Wicked generic. Wicked like, boring, man. Just nah, get that shit That's out why of I here. didn't have any recollection of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess Emmanuel and Glock 19. I guess LA. I'm with you, too. Those are right. the three I keep. Those are, like, the only three, really. I mean. But lyrically, I hate it. Yeah. I, hate I don't know. I don't know why, it. though. I don't. I know why. I think the con- the yeah. content is, like, the content we, we wanted or we needed to hear from him. But he went about it the wrong way, and it's just the whole thing sucks. It's Even though bad. it's like okay, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right. it's good. Like the, it's, yeah, the, the musicality of it. Yeah. I agree with you. It's not horrible. Yeah, and it's listenable. And there are some tracks I'll, I'll probably go back to here and there. Yeah, but I don't know. Kind of meh, right? Meh. I, I'm feeling like a. Like a seventy-eight on this, dude. Seven. I'm like not even. I'm not even like C? just like bullshit. You know, I had the exact same rating. Really, I had that ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like it was like dude, you're. A- it was average, dude. It was average. average. It's just so average to me. A little yeah. bit above average. We gave him a C plus. C plus. Yeah. I. The big the big drawback to me is the monotony of it and the overall just. The lyrical component yeah man it sucks yeah it's not that it's, good it's, it's 15 minutes dude yeah and that's that has two as well so anyway dude it's been awesome chopping it up with you bro dude this had a blast of uh, brock hampton stuff before you go on this show i told you that uh we do song recommendations or homework yes sir so we're gonna give a little song recommendations here so we're gonna go uh five for me five from you all right let's do it and we'll just go so how this usually this works is uh you do one, I do one, and we just kind of right, fire back and forth. Cool. You want yeah. you want to get started? Yeah, I'll get it started, man. Uh, my first one is uh, it's called uh, "Closer to You" by Claro. Ooh, I like Claro. Yeah, man. That song "Bags" is dope. Dude, Bags is fire. She's fire, dude. And I got hooked to her because of Rockhampton. Really? Yeah, dude. Um, I was just like, I got like Kevin, Matt, like most of them on Instagram. Like I follow most of them, and um, I noticed Matt posted one of her singles i think it was i don't know sis or something and i was like all right let me i don't know blah 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 then i saw kevin posted another song by her and i was like all right now i have to check it out everybody's posting about her so i checked it out and it hit man nice yeah. awesome I'll have to check i haven't heard that one yeah uh my first one for me is uh take it back by blood orange and that's featuring arca joba joba and justine sky okay uh, off blood orange's uh, last lp that he just dropped over the summertime uh, really smooth track, dude. Joba has an unbelievably nice verse at the end of this track. Uh, flows very nicely. Uh, He's rapping on it? He bro. raps on it, cool. yeah. It's, and it's not, it's just very mellow. He's not like, you know, going crazy like he did on like a song like District or whatever. Okay. 
or 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 like I've been born again, and mm. it's just it fits the the mood. Uh, the song is fantastic, and I'm a big fan. All right, and and obviously it fits this episode. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. So. <laughs> Yo, my my next one goes right in with the the last person I said. This guy's name is Roy Blair, and the name of the song is Happy. Nice, dude. Um, I got hooked on him same same. Uh, same way because of Brockhampton, but it's a little bit of a different story. Um, Roy Blair, um, who's actually one of Kevin's backup singers, vocalists, like before, like they started popping off, and he's actually in the TV show that they had. I oh, keep wow. forgetting the, um, the Mar- name. American Boy Band. Yeah, American Boy yeah, Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually in it, and um, he oh, there's okay. like, I I didn't know that he was in the show until I went back and watched it. Like I it just like cried, like missed me somehow when I actually figured out who he was. But um, there's a scene in the uh, one of the episodes when he's um, he's going out to eat with um, not HK but uh, Romil. Romil. Yeah, yeah. They go and get like chicken fingers or something. I'm like, oh, like I actually remembered that in the episode, and then I just like got into like his music too. It's actually fire, dude. He just dropped like three tracks the other day. Oh, too. nice. The yeah. song's called Happy. You said. Yeah, Happy by Roy Blair, dude. Dope, dude. Yeah, awesome. I have to check that one out for everyone else here. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my brother. Uh, who put me onto this guy Healy? The song is called "Unwind," back from 2017, and uh, off his album Sublux, and it is very good, man. Smooth, uh, classic summer song. Like, feel like it could, would go perfect with like a nice. It's gonna sound like a little, you know, cliche, but like a like a sunset, you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That type of vibe, <laughs> like a beach vibes. Yeah, super beach vibes. Night uh, beach though. Night yes, beach. yes, exactly. It's just very like, and it's literally the title of the track says it all. It's a song to literally listen to to unwind. And uh, really smooth, very melodic, and uh, I'm really feeling it. One of my favorites, favorite tracks I've been, I've come across in the last year or so. It's really freaking good. Word, word. Uh, my next one, uh, I try to keep all a couple of the songs that I picked like on topic with the Brockhampton. So I actually got hooked on Deb ne- Deb Never because she sings the hook on No Halo. Yes. And the song is called Ugly. Okay. And nice. yeah, dude, Matt Champion's actually in the music video. Yeah, it's sick. He's like a skateboarder in the uh, video. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's It's dope. fire. I, think, I, I wanted to try her solo stuff because I liked her vocals a lot. Yeah, man. Really good song. I haven't gotten to her like a lot, but she this song is like in my like current like rotation of songs that dope. I'm listening to. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. It's fire, man. Next track I have is uh, Tequila Mockingbird, Smino. Okay. Big fan of that one, dude. Really jazzy, very smooth. Tequila Mockingbird, you said? Tequila Mockingbird. Oh, oh, yeah, so oh. It's, it's, so that's like the play on Yeah, I was like, oh, like, okay. Tequila. You're right, right, right. And uh, yeah, man, I've been a big big on the, uh, Smino lately, uh, that Chicago movement, and uh, they were all over the Revenge of the Dreamers album. Uh, we went to, Cody and I, and another friend of ours, uh, Pano, who was on the show with the uh, the Dreamers episode that we did not, not too long ago. Uh Went to Smino and Earth Gang with us, and, and Smino did this one. Big, big. Oh, you like Earth Gang? Big, big Earth Gang mm. guy. The new album's solid. I like. I haven't, I haven't checked it out yet. Oh, but, give, us, um, give it a shout. I think we're gonna we're gonna do a uh, review about it. Okay, eventually. give it a. Give I like it a I like it's the really song. Uh, wake up and get yourself to church. Go to church. Yes, or whatever it's called. yes, that's I off one that. of their old. That's Is one it just called older, Church? Church. One yeah, of their yeah. older tracks. Yeah. So that, anyway, so Tequila Mockingbird, Smino. Cool. Uh, really fun track. Uh, my next one is like it's different from like all these other vibes that we've had going on with the Brockhampton and then my first three songs all like correlated with that but it's called um Little Light by uh Lewis Watson okay Um, I haven't heard it you have to listen to the acoustic version though okay it's fire dude it's like nice and soft it's kind of like it gives off like almost like Ed Sheeran vibes oh nice but 
it just it's it's a little bit different and it hits hard like it's good we're off to check that one out that's dope yeah man I'm, in, I'm into that my next track uh, i want to give a quick shout out to also he's in the room and he's been so quiet he's going to be one of our new behind the scenes guys at the turntable teachers his name is andrew what up what up andrew he's going to run some of our social media stuff with another uh guy we just brought on sam so sam and andrew uh give quick quick shout out to both you guys for coming on and uh really kind of just being a part of the turntable teachers family and and tyler you've been awesome too hell yeah man and you'll have to come back on very soon as well this track's called kids by frankie remember you showing me that oh yeah yeah it's a good track. It's a good song. Good song. I, was, I found it the other day. I was like, reminds me of the winter. Yeah, yeah. It's a, too, nice it. pop track. Yeah. Just, just real, just, just different. different. Yep. It's got, yeah, it's got yeah. some good, uh, even some like EDM influences a bit sure. on that. It's yeah. Solid. Anyone who knows me knows that like, I don't have the best rap songs, but I'll put you onto some like random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they couldn't hear that. So Andrew's really good at uh, showing us random songs that are just from like weird types of genres they're not he yeah. he doesn't really know a lot of the rap stuff i'm sure he's oh, been yeah, <laughs> i hey, hey, hey you can't knock him too bad he's well, actually the one that put me on to brock hampton so that is true well it was through me yeah yeah true true, true, true. I, I put him on a brock hampton that's true to you. that's true <laughs> anyway so yeah kids by frankie check this one out people it's a good one my next one it's uh it's called lakes by triple one it's like Ooh. the thing that hooked me on this is literally just the artwork to the um the actual music and then i listened to it and i was like yo this music literally matches what i'm seeing on the art so i'm not gonna That's say yeah dude i'm not gonna say anything more than that but just go check it out and you'll you won't regret that dude i love that and uh my last cut is gonna be bliss city by Odie. Mm. and all i'll say about this one is very reminiscent of kid cuddy okay. uh anybody like old kid cuddy right, right, right. kid cuddy will love this cut if they haven't checked it out so that's bliss city by Odie. and yeah you, is that I, had, you? I had a bonus one too. oh all right we got a little bonus one yeah right? so buddy it's, it's just a it's bonus question bonus homework <laughs> bonus homework extra credit <laughs> there you go extra credit it's called like um it's called all around me by flyleaf and this is a it's a band I haven't heard any of these songs. This is dope. Dude. So now I have some homework too. Yeah, man. Dope. You have to check this out. Um, Flyleaf, they're a band, female vocalists, all that type stuff. It's awesome, bro. Check it out. Awesome, bro. So that's the, that's our recommendations list for this week. And so that'll be on a playlist for Spotify and Apple. All right, just follow us at Turntable Teachers on either, so, uh, on either streaming platform to check out our uh, playlist and this playlist will be there probably listed under some kind of Brock Hampton of some sort we'll, we'll throw it on Instagram uh, follow us on Instagram at the turntable teachers uh, for all things music uh, we got a lot coming your way guys really soon we have a quarterly singles recap coming very soon so stick stay tuned to that and we have many more guests coming uh, a lot of local artists producers uh, even some people in some in fashion and just art in general are going to be on this show and we are just so excited for the to finish the this 2019 run we've had very strongly tyler thank you for coming on the show hey, and chopping it up with me, me bro i had fun dude dude me too man fun. and it's been good uh, always good talking brockhampton of course Definitely my favorite my favorite group right now I oh easily. easily 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 nobody so, even matches up yep so thanks brother and uh we're the turntable teachers and class is officially dismissed <laughs>